Good afternoon, y'all. <clears throat> it's good to see y'all today. Um, guys, I'm torn between the gospel, the good shepherd, uh, Jesus, the voice leading our sh- the sheep, us, into green pastures, and the first reading. So I want to focus on the first reading because we don't get to preach about the Acts of the Apostles too often, um, except for this Easter season we get to. And so you get to see the church, the Catholic church, developing in Scripture, right? Um, and so we see, we know from, if we look into the uh, Gospel of Matthew, we see where Peter was given the keys to the kingdom, correct? You're Peter, upon this rock I'm going to build my church. Jesus didn't come to form a spirituality. He came to build a church. And that church was going to be the fulfillment of ancient Judaism. Okay? So Jesus is going to set his church up very much like ancient Judaism, but fulfillment in him, in himself, right? <clears throat> so whenever we see this, Peter is the chief shepherd. He's the head, right, of, as this church now begins, this young church is being built in Jerusalem. So what we begin to see is, if you read scripture, you begin seeing Peter as the leader of all the apostles, even from the resurrection account, right? You see John and Peter taking off running to go to the tomb. And what happens? John outruns him because he's a little bit smaller, a little bit faster, a little bit younger. He gets to the tomb first, but he stops. He doesn't go in. Scripture says he peeks in, and then he stops, and he waits for Peter to go in first. After Pentecost, who's the one that gets out and begins preaching? They all receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, but who preaches at Pentecost? Peter. So all throughout Scripture, from this point forward, you're going to see Peter rising up as the leader of all the apostles. And that doesn't change here today. You see Peter being given a vision. There was always a big dispute, right, between the Jews. Salvation came from the Jews, which is true. And the Gentiles, those who were not Jews. These were everybody other than Jews, right? Was salvation for them? Could they be saved? Well, Christ comes, like he says, first for the Jews, then for the Gentiles. That's true. But we're seeing the church expanding into Gentile territory, which is incredible, right? Because Paul was the one who was beginning to inch his way into Gentile territory, not Peter. Peter was staying with the Jews and doing his thing in there. But now we see the Holy Spirit acting in a supernatural way. Peter is in prayer and he is given a vision. He's taken into ecstasy, right? And he sees this vision of this big old sheet and all these animals that are in it. These were the animals that were listed were the ones that Jews shouldn't be partaking in. They shouldn't eat these particular types of animals. They would be considered unclean, right? And so um, in this vision, the the food comes before Peter and the, the, the voice says, eat this, Peter. And Peter's like, oh, no way, can't do that. Nothing, this is important, nothing, Peter says, has ever entered my mouth that was unclean. That's impressive. That tells you something about Peter. He never broke the Jewish law of what to eat. That's incredible, right? I mean, this is beyond even as Catholics, you're not supposed to eat meat on Fridays, right? How many times have we messed up on that one, right? But Peter would have said, nope, I've never eaten meat on Fridays, ever, right? He never let anything unclean enter into his mouth. That's really an absolutely beautiful gift. And so he's like, he's arguing with this voice, right, with uh, whoever's speaking to him. I can't do that. Even though you're telling me, it's a supernatural event happening, you're telling me, eat it, I'm going to argue with you. Okay, there's Peter's character as well. Um, I'm not going to eat it. 
And then the voice says again, what God has made clean, you can't say is unclean. Right? So this vision happened three times to him. And he understood this to be the Gentiles. Whoa. He understood it to be the Gentiles. That's what was being presented to him. So Peter, as a Jew, you can't say that the Gentiles are unclean. You can't say that salvation isn't for them. They, too, are part of this flock. And it's your responsibility, Peter, as the chief shepherd, to reach out to them and to bring them into the fold. And notice what happens. It's really fascinating. Um, The Jewish people begin to argue with Peter. And they're like, well, what are you doing? You can't do this. You can't go into the Gentile territory and begin preaching this way. And because what happened was that when Peter began to preach, the Holy Spirit fell upon them. At Peter's preaching, the Holy Spirit descends and gives them the same gifts that were given to those who had received the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. Right? This is absolutely a, a phenomenal event. See, God isn't bound by anything. And so the Holy Spirit is given to them, and Peter, again, that's which is unclean, should not be called, that's which is clean, God has said, should not be unclean. So God gives a spirit to them in the same way, Peter says. And whenever Peter speaks that, their response is beautiful. They begin, it says, they stopped objecting. They stopped arguing with the head of the church, Peter. They glorified God, and they said, God then has granted life-giving repentance to the Gentiles too. See, this is important for us to realize. When Peter speaks, even though the church doesn't quite understand what he's saying, the church conforms to what he's speaking. It's life-giving. It's for the salvation of the multitudes, right? And so that's one of the beautiful things about being Catholic is that I don't have to make up my own rules, We have somebody, we have a chief shepherd who is there for us to be able to look to that guides us in morals and our faith. And whenever he speaks on those two levels, we're to look at that and and hear that that's coming from God himself to lead us and to guide us as chief shepherd, right? And so it's a great joy to be able to see how the church is developing through the Acts of the Apostles. We've been given an incredible gift, right? We don't have to walk this world alone. We've been given this gift of the church, and we can look to Peter and the apostles to see, how am I going to navigate through this world, through this valley of darkness, so to speak, right, with the chief shepherd leading us and guiding us, so that whenever we hear his voice, we can recognize it and we can follow him. Amen?